Hey sister, has God done some pretty incredible things in your life? No matter how big or small, you have a testimony of God's goodness. In this episode, I'm going to share the powerful impact we have on others when we share our testimonies. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. So something the Lord has really been putting on my heart is the importance of releasing our testimony. And testimony is simply, you know, how God has moved in your life, the story of God in your life. So I really didn't understand the importance of, you know, sharing my testimony, releasing my testimony um, until... I recently shared it in a builders group. So the builders group that I was in um, was part of my church. It was started for people who are building with God. Um, we'd meet every week. We'd share, you know, our testimonies, our different testimonies, and also the project that we're working on and pray for each other. It was amazing. And so my week was coming up. And I was like, oh man, God, what am I going to share as far as like a testimony? Everyone's been sharing like their full testimonies. I wasn't expecting that. And so I was like, okay, I decided in my heart, I'm going to share all the amazing things God has done in my life since moving to New York City three years ago. That's really where God met me. You know, that's my whole transformation story. I was like, I'm going to share that. And a few weeks before the, you know, I'm going into share I'm in class. So if you guys listen to the podcast, you know, I'm part of Global Celebration Supernatural School of Ministry with George and Winnie Banoff. They're amazing. And we meet twice a week for class. And afterwards, we do these things called prophetic activations. And basically, all that is, is we're learning to hear the voice of God and what he's saying about others to encourage them and to pray for them. So we're in this prophetic activations, a group, you know, Zoom group, everything's online. And, um, a guy I got to know pretty well in the class, um, he just starts sharing, um, prophesying over me, sharing stuff, you know, what the Lord is saying and our activation. So we have like different things that we practice every week. And this week we were specifically practicing, um, asking God who we're going to minister to, like give us, you know, what they look like, different stuff like that. Um, asking to asking him to reveal that stuff to us. And so we're not even, you know, sharing words for each other or, you know, encouraging each other necessarily. And he just goes in like, he's like, Jeanette, you need to release your testimony. It has the anointing to heal and even starts releasing words of knowledge about my family. And if for those who don't know, words of knowledge are simply just knowledge about um, you and your life that no one else would know except God, right? Or someone really, really close to you. So me and this guy, you know, we've never met. We've not, we've maybe been on the activations together five or more times. Um, amazing person. But yeah, he wouldn't know these things if God wouldn't have given him that knowledge. So I'm like, wow. And I knew, I knew that God was really speaking to me about the testimony coming up in the builders group. You know, I just made this decision in my heart. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. 
Um, so I decided to release the full testimony. And when I say the full testimony, what I mean is the testimony, the story of how I was living before God, what my life was like, you know, all the things that had happened before I had really, you know, met Jesus and followed him. And so I end up sharing the entire testimony with the group, taking way, way, way too much time to share it all. It's a big one. Um, you know, it was really powerful to me to remember all the things that God had brought me out of. And it was really powerful and encouraging for the group to see how God had worked in my life. And through this, I realized that when we don't share the full testimony, you know, the pre-Jesus to the full-on fire for Jesus, you know, story, we really kind of rob God of the fullness of his glory that he so rightly deserves. And we also don't give people the full picture of his power and they don't see the total transformation that God has really done in your life. And I was really just blown away, you know, at this realization. You know, and a few weeks later, God showed me in John 4 how our testimony also has the power to bring people to Christ. So I'm going to read from John 4. I'm going to jump around the verses a little bit, um, but I'm going to read from 4 7 to. 42. Yeah. I'm going to read from 4 7, John 4 7 to John 4 42. So if you want to follow along, um, that would be awesome. So let's read. All right. John 4 7. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food, so he's completely alone. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. You know, that was the culture of the time. That's kind of the vibe. They didn't vibe together. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock? 13. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. So Jesus has just revealed you know, a word of knowledge to this woman about her life, right? Only that knowledge that he could have gotten from God. In that moment, she realizes, okay, this guy is a prophet. 419, sir, the woman said, I can see that you're a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming. He has 
and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshiper the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in, in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. So she's basically like, okay, great that you're telling me all of this, but I'm just going to wait for the Messiah to tell me all the things. (laughs) And verse 26, then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. So he just reveals to her that he is the Messiah. And just then, you know, his disciples return to see him, you know, talking to her. They're kind of like, okay, that's weird, but all right. And so we're going to skip down to verse 28. Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying? It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now, the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Verse 39. Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I did, she said. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. So a lot happened there, but I really want to point out some keys here. What we see from the scripture is that testimonies, releasing testimonies, stirs up faith in others. So it stirs up their belief because it says here in verse 39, many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the women's testimony. Not only do our testimonies stir up faith, but they also stir up a hunger for Jesus, for more of him. Verse 40, so when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them and he stayed two days. They wanted him to stay two more days because they wanted more of Jesus. So we see that our testimonies not only stir up faith in others, but it also stirs up a hunger for more of Jesus in others. And it also points people to him. They heard what she said, but then they were like, wow, I want to go, you know, experience this for myself. I want to take on his words for myself. So it really points people to really seek Jesus when we share our testimonies. And it says in 41, and because of his words, many more became believers. So we see that the testimonies we share stirs up faith and hunger in others for more of Jesus and also points people to have their own experience with him so that their faith can be solidified. 
Wow. Testimonies are powerful, you guys. They are so powerful. And they even testified in 42, you know, they said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. So it just totally, you know, that experience totally solidified their faith in God. How amazing is a testimony? Wow. So we see the power of the testimony in these verses, but a key right before, you know, everyone starts believing that this is Jesus and has their own encounter with him and solidifies their faith. We see that Jesus in verse 34 to 38 is that he's talking about the harvest. And I really feel like this is Jesus's encouragement to us you know yes it was to his disciples but it is for us we are the disciples of jesus i feel like god is really just encouraging us that what we sow is going to reap a harvest what we sow the words that we put out into the world our testimony that we share become seeds for the harvest that is already here that souls are already ripe ready to receive him So I feel like that was just such an encouragement from the Lord, you know, in this moment of showing, wow, you know, your testimony is powerful. So what I want you to do is ask God, what testimony do I have to share? And just take a few minutes with the Holy Spirit, you know, close your eyes, put on some soaking music if you need to, and ask God, what testimony do I have to share? A lot of times what we do is we compare our testimonies with some other, you know, testimonies we've heard that are just like insane and crazy and we kind of devalue our own testimony. But I so want to encourage you what you may see as insignificant is so significant to God. Your testimony is all about revealing his power and his love and it gives him glory. What The way God moved in your life is not going to look the same as he moved in another's life, but it's still has power. There's power in the name of Jesus. So share whatever, however small you may feel. I'm telling you what is insignificant to man is significant to God. So share your testimony and ask God, what testimony do I have to share? And then I want you to ask, who am I supposed to share my testimony with? Who am I supposed to share my testimony with? And just listen. And God may show you one person. He may show you three people. He may say, share it on your Instagram, share it on your story, make a video about it. God is going to show you the creative way for you to share your testimony. And it may be in an email. It may be a voice message. It may be, again, like a video you create. You have endless ways to share your testimony. And he may say, share it with the world. You know, he has the person in mind that he wants you to share it to. And for me, it was, you know, sharing it with the builders group to encourage me to continue to share it. You know, it's not that we share our testimony once, but it's something that we continue to share. And it's so encouraging and powerful for us because we see and remember the power of God, but we also give light to it so others can see his glory and his power and his love. And yeah, I just encourage you to share your testimony. I'm going to be sharing my testimony on this podcast on the next episode, the full testimony, completely, you know, unfiltered. 
Um, it's a big one, so I don't know how long that episode is going to be. It could be anywhere from 30 minutes to a whole hour. Um, but you guys are going to hear about my entire journey of, you know, what my life was like, um, before Jesus and, you know, now what it's like with Jesus. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to share that with you. And I just want to encourage you to share your testimony. Um, and if you do, you know, share it on social media, we love to see it and support you. So tag us at the sisters of Christ on Instagram. If you share it there and use the hashtag sister share, because yeah, we just want to support you and encourage you in this. So thanks for listening. So cannot wait to hear your testimonies. Thank you so much for listening. And if you need prayer, encouragement, and some women community in your life, like I do, I love to invite you to our next sister group. We meet bi-weekly via Zoom, and we just show up and pray and encourage each other. So if you want to come to the next one, go to thesistersofchrist.com and check out our sister group schedule. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you on the next episode.